Okay, welcome to the podcast for Two Consoles Too Late. I am the host, Jackson Keebler, and this is episode 69, dudes. I cannot believe I have done this 69 times. But, here I am. Uh, This week I am just going to rant and rave and talk about disco. Also going to talk about an article about what a Nintendo Direct is with the help of Siri. Alright, here we go. Alright, let me just preface this segment by just saying I am not one of those people that, you know, is scared to show their age. I don't care that I have gray hair. Um, You know, knock on wood, my hair is not really falling out. But if it did, I wouldn't, like, wear a toupee or something. It's just, you know what, getting old's a bitch. And yes, I'm a 42-year-old with a podcast about video games, and the whole shtick is that I have absolutely no fucking idea about any of this shit. That's not to say that I don't have an inkling of what's going on, but, you know, when it comes to, I don't know, experience level, beginner, intermediate, you know, expert, I'll put myself in the beginner category, you know? No shame. Anyway, I came across this article, and it was simply titled, What is a Nintendo Direct? And it was from a website called TrustedReviews.com. And I get the feeling that this website is for people like me who are completely stupid and need simple answers to simple questions. Because I found myself Googling this uh, question a couple years ago uh, during the pandemic. I was like, what, the, what is a Nintendo Direct? It is a big old convention, Uh, usually online, Nintendo comes out and reveals some sort of gaming news, Um, everyone's, you know, usually gets pretty jazzed for them, personally I don't give two shits, but uh, anyway, um, I came across this article, but the best part about this article is, yes, it simply breaks down what a Nintendo Direct is, but it's also read by Siri. And there is a typo at the end of the article, and Siri just totally just tries it out. Um, I won't say what the typo was, but uh, it's pretty humorous. But um, anyway, so I'm just gonna, I, I got the audio. Here you go. If you own a Nintendo Switch, you've likely come across the term Nintendo Direct, but what does it mean? In order to keep you in the loop, we've created this guide to explain everything you need to know about the Nintendo Direct. Keep reading to find out exactly what it entails. What is Nintendo Direct? Nintendo Direct is an online presentation or a live show hosted and produced by Nintendo with the purpose of sharing new information about the company and any upcoming games or DLC content. This can relate to games such as the release of Splatoon 3 or the announcement of a new console like the Nintendo Switch OLED. Now, Siri really just nailed uh, the name Splatoon. I I thought she would kind of screw that up, but nope, she hit it right on the spot. And uh, here comes Animal Crossing. We also often see updates for existing games such as Animal Crossing. New Horizons. Okay, I'll put a link in the show notes, uh, drink, um, to this article, because when you type out Animal Crossing, there's a there's a semicolon, or there's a colon, and then there I guess Siri just pauses at a colon. So it's Animal Crossing... New Horizons. So that's why there's such a space in there. The length of these presentations can vary, though they usually last between 30 and 50 minutes. The length is dependent on the news Nintendo wants to announce and how much content there is to get through. Okay, 
Um, 30 to 50 minutes, not an hour. <laughs> no, 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 no. No Nintendo Direct has ever been an hour. It's either 30 to 50 minutes. Um, it's like, you know, whoever's listening to this, I mean, do you have like somewhere to be or something? Because, you know, anything over 50 minutes, fuck it. I'm not listening to it. All right. So there you go. I thought that was kind of strange. There have already been a few direct announcements this year with a direct mini announcement in June that covered some third-party Nintendo Switch titles and a direct in February that went into detail on the now-released Kirby and the Forgotten Land. When is the next Nintendo Direct? Nintendo has not yet revealed when the next Direct will be released, however, there are usually at least three major showcases per year, so it's likely that we may see another before the year is up. Since there are also different types of announcements, with the many and more specific directs, such as Pokemon Presents, we could be hearing news about a multitude of different franchises and genres. Be sure to check back with Trusted Reviews soon, as we will be sure to keep you in the loop on when the next Nintendo Direct Anookment will be. Haha, Anookment! <laughs> I don't know why, I just laugh every time I hear it. So I don't know uh, when Nintendo's gonna make their next uh, Anookment. I think a lot of people out there are hoping for an anuckment about Metroid Prime 4. I don't want to even go off on that, but I will. Um, fuck you, all you people on Twitter about Metroid Prime 4. Where the hell is it? When's it coming out? Okay, it's not coming out anytime soon. All right, and fuck you if you think that Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 is going to come out next spring. Okay, those are two uh, big franchises of Nintendo's, and they are waiting to release those for the new Switch. They are not going to release those games on old hardware. That's why those games got delayed. Um, so I'm sorry if you're if you're hoping for that for those two games. Hey, I'm a huge Metroid fan. I would love to see Metroid Prime Four, but you know what? It's not happening. So just shut the fuck up. Okay, I think I got that all out of my system. Ah, I feel better. Um, anyway, so check out the article. It's in the show notes, Drink, and it actually does explain what a Nintendo Direct is, and it does it with the help of good old Siri. And Siri really nailed the word console. Uh, she didn't say console, uh, which I thought was strange because when I type in two consoles too late into my phone and Siri says it, it comes out different. Two consoles too late sucks balls. Now, I was a little surprised by that um, when I typed in two consoles too late. It, it, Siri pronounced it consoles, like, you know, when somebody dies, you console someone about their death. And I, So now I'm kind of freaked out. Like, you know, when people see the title of the podcast, they think, oh, is this some sort of, like, death and grieving podcast? Like, two consoles too late? I kind of freaked me out there for a second. Um, but then that got me thinking also. I was like, well, maybe I'm going the wrong way at this podcast, you know? Like, fuck video games. Maybe I should just talk about death and grieving because that's like happening like every day, you know, like, hey there, welcome to the podcast. Anne Hesh just drove her car into a mansion. Now I'm going to help you talk about it, you know, like something like that. Anyway, um, ooh, okay, that, that, that was a little too soon, wasn't it? Uh, all right, sorry. You're an insensitive asshole. <laughs> it gets me every time. I don't know. I just like making Siri curse. I'm 12 years old. It's like, you know, it's like people used to put in, like, uh, tapes and Teddy Ruxpin and make them uh, say weird shit. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm 12 years old. All right, let's go on. Uh, let's talk about disco.
The uh, next three minutes, I'm sure, will be greatly enhanced by the use of cocaine, although I do not condone the use of cocaine, and I would not advise anyone to do cocaine. But, uh, yeah, cocaine and disco go hand in hand. So here we go. Uh, Baccarat. Yes, sir, I can boogie. Oh, my God, what a song. I walk into Starbucks with my wife and son to get coffee, and I hear this song. And the one time I don't have my phone, and I'm like, who does this song? And my wife shazammed it or whatever phones do now. Like, from here on out, I'm just going to say shazam whenever a phone identifies a song. You know, it's like, um, you know, like when you record a, a show on your DVR, some people still say tape. Well, I'm always going to say Shazam, like, up until my death. Like, Shazam will no longer exist, and I'm going to say Shazam. Anyway, um, so she Shazammed it, and uh, found out that it was this super duo from 1977 from Spain called Baccarat. And they had this hit single that is absolutely awesome. I mean, it's quintessential disco. All right, so fast forward the clocks to 2020, and Scotland, their football team, uh, they get into the 2020 Euro, uh, some some soccer tournament. They uh, they get into this tournament, and they haven't been to a tournament in something like 23 years. And uh, this video of the players dancing to this song went viral on Twitter. And it kind of became like this national, the unofficial anthem. Um, that's what they call it in this article um, by the BBC. All right, so here's a little snippet from the article. The Boogie Inn began in earnest once more as Euro 2020 got underway with 12,000 fans who are allowed to be inside Hamden belting out the song ahead of Scotland's opening match with the Czech Republic. The game, Scotland's first in a major tournament for 23 years, ended in a 2-0 defeat. Okay, Hamden, all right, the neighborhood I live in in Baltimore, uh, it's north of Baltimore, north of downtown, it's called, well, technically I live in Medfield, but um, it's called Hamden, and I just thought that was just, okay, small world, so here I am in Hamden, and loving this song, and it went viral for a soccer team that plays in a stadium in Hamden. So anyway, um, this song has brought me full circle. Um, I, I love disco, I love ABBA, I love you know shit like Erasure and stuff like that, and hearing this is just totally awesome. So grab some cocaine and hit the road in memory of Anne Hash listening to the disco classic, Yes Sir I Can Boogie. I think this song would be really good in a movie, but it would have to be like juxtaposed to like an assassination or something. Um, you know, something kind of weird and upbeat while someone's getting killed. I don't know. I just think it would it would kind of work strangely. Maybe that's just me. Um, the end of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. They did something similar. So anyway, uh, yeah. Yes, sir. I can boogie. Baccarat, 1977. Awesome. sugar is bad. Auction alert. Auction alert. Alright, this week on Auction Alert. Um, this one's a weird one. It's not a video game. It's video game related. 
It's two t-shirts. The auction already happened. Um, it's two t-shirts. One is the Pac-Man kill screen. Um, and the other is a picture of Link from the Legend of Zelda, um, the 8-bit sprite. Um, but the graphics making up Link is um, something from the from the overworld. Anyway, I'll put a link in the show notes, Drink, um, to the to a, to this auction. Um, the auction already ended. Um, it sold for $17. The weird thing about this auction is I have these T-shirts. Um, so it's just weird to see two t-shirts that I already own up for auction on Shopping Web. Uh, someone, out, someone out there had good taste, that's all I have to say. So anyway, crazy. Alright, it's been a big week here um, in the year of Zelda, as I am calling it. I finished three Zelda games this week. I finished Link's Awakening for the Game Boy. And I was concurrently playing Link's Awakening for the Switch, so I finished that. And I finally sat down and finished Twilight Princess. So I got three titles uh, knocked off the list. And all that's left is Skyward Sword. Now, last week I got a copy of Skyward Sword. It came with a Wii that I tried to jailbreak. And I was somewhat successful in jailbreaking the Wii. That's a, that's a whole long story right there. I was able to load up the homebrew channel and download a channel that can download em- emulators and hopefully I'll be able to play ROMs through that, but I, I kind of put it down because I, I, I don't know, I just put it down. That's a whole other story. Anyway, so <laughs> my son says, okay, um, well, can we try to play Skyward Sword? I'm like, all right, fine, sure. I'm, I'm a little hesitant to play a new Zelda title because I want to give it my full attention since I'm doing this whole year of Zelda thing. I like to get documentation, get some video, um, perhaps do a live stream. And so anyway, we plugged it in and we get this message. It's not an error message. It's just, I guess, what comes up with the game when you don't have motion controls. It says, you know, you need to plug in uh, this motion control attachment. Well, that's no big deal. I have the motion control attachment, but I have no idea where it is. I moved back in June, and it's in a box somewhere in the house. I remember seeing it somewhere when I was looking for something, whether it's the GameCube, the Atari, or something. But the irony is that that motion control attachment sat in my basement since I bought my Wii. And that was like three or four years ago. And I knew exactly where that stupid thing was. It sat on a shelf in the basement. I never touched it. And I had always kind of wondered, when am I ever going to need that? And here it is. I need it and I can't find it. Isn't that just the story of my life? Um... But I did learn something as a result of all this. There's a a Wii remote that's Legend of Zelda exclusive. It's a gold Wii remote, and it sells for a lot of money, and I always wondered why. Well, it's got Motion Plus built in. So I learned that these Wii remotes that have Motion Plus built in, they are actually worth more, and that is why they go for so much on Shop Goodwill. See, I didn't know that, so now, you know, my folly of errors uh, has been educational, which I, that's why I get jazzed about this stuff, you know, I learned something, so I got something positive out of a negative, but anyway, Skyward Sword is going to be the next 
Zelda title and probably the last for a while, um, unless I try, unless I pick up all the Game Boy titles. But uh, I was jokingly, I was, I'm trying to convince my son. He, he just had a birthday and he got all um, some gift cards to Nintendo.com for the uh, eShop. And I was joking, I was like, hey, you know, you could buy Skyward Sword, you know. Um, that would be something I would buy, you know. He, he'd buy something different. And if he, bu- if he bought Skyward Sword with his birthday money, I'd feel like such an asshole. Um, I'm not going to do that. You're a horrible father. What kind of asshole steals from their son? So anyway, the Year of Zelda continues, and you can check it all out at Patreon.com, where I'm posting... Uh, a series of essays about my experience with the Year of Zelda. Um, just a dollar a month, and you can read all about it at patreon.com slash two consoles too late. And you can also get other exclusive content not available here on the podcast. So check it out. Alright, this has been the podcast for Two Consoles Too Late. I'm the host, Jackson Keeler. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Every one minute it takes me to do the podcast, it takes me four minutes to do post-production. So anyway, I'm going to let Siri uh, sign me out today. Have a good one. There it is, episode 69. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Have a good one. Don't do cocaine.